Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse, Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, all included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite content in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Feeling like you need a punch of energy? Enter wonderful pistachios. I love them. The snack that packs a protein punch. And the best part, they come in so many flavors and so many sizes. Whether you're on the go or chilling at home, wonderful pistachios, they're the go-to snack for me. Here's the real kicker, the protein. These little wonders are one of the highest protein nuts out there. Just one ounce serves up a whopping six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. So visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. I love them. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 12 to 3 Eastern, 9 to noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and FS1. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Herd. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What up? Welcome in. This is the Herd. Wherever you may be, however you may be making this part of your day, thanks so much. I'm Doug Gottlieb, in for Colin, on a Friday, Memorial Day Friday, which means a lot of you are trying to decide, do I do the beach or do I do the lake? We can all agree, lake, better to go into. Beach, more of a vibe. Is that fair? And like, look, some people you don't have the choice. You know, you live close to the beach, you go to the beach. You live close to the lake, you go to the lake. Some people are like, dude, I'm going to play some golf. Um, we'll be with you Monday. We'll have to have some uh, cookout discussion, I think. Maybe a little grilling hierarchy, what to throw on the grill or the smoker. depending on and, and, a, and a strong reminder, right? Just because you're cooking on the grill does not mean you're barbecuing something. Barbecuing is barbecuing. Grilling is grilling. Cooking out is kind of universal. Uh, that's that's the views of Doug Gottlieb Inc. We got a great best for last. Uh, the best for last is going to... Have you seen the video yet, Jason Stewart, of the American Airlines flight that landed without one of the doors because a passenger freaked out and tried and opened one of the doors and the door flew out? I did not see the video. There I just video, read the story. Cell phone video. Yeah. Two different cell phone videos of it. It's good to know, though, that if, if something happens like that and everyone's lives are in danger, that somebody was still composed enough to get cell phone footage. Thank you. <laughs> well, I mean, like, there's a, there's a lot to it. Um, when, I was a, when I was a kid, I think, here, here's how my memory works. 
I believe there was a, it could have been Hawaiian air, but I want to feel like it was Aero Mexico where a portion of the plane actually broke off and they had to land. And I don't think anyone died. I'm not sure. But I remember like that was nightmare fuel. You're like, wait, a piece of the plane broke off? What in the? Now, um, and I think it was in, they landed in Los Angeles. Google will have to, you Google, I'll get to the actual sports. And part of the discussion about it, about this, this door, I think you'll love in our, our best for last. Uh, I'll just, I'll just tease it for you. It's the um, things you always feared could happen in kind of a everyday existence. That's our, our best for last. All right, let's, let's get for the, let's get to this. Do people still watch the weather channel? I don't know what becomes of the weather channel. I'm a gigantic weather channel fan. Um, I don't know what it's about. I, I actually can tell you what it's about. When I was at, when I was at ESPN, I made my, uh, I mean, just meteoric rise. That's sarcasm. My, my rise in broadcasting is due in no small, small part to uh, the Weather Channel and uh, AccuWeather.com. And you're like, wait, AccuWeather.com? Yeah. So there's a guy who worked, uh, the most imitated former ESPNer during my decade there is a guy who works for think he works for uh, MSG. He does the pre and post. I know for the Knicks, his name is Bill Pito and uh, Bill Pito is a great dude. He's from Palo Alto, but somehow has developed some sort of Southern charm when he's, he used to, he had a reoccurring nightmare about dying in a car accident where there was black ice. And so he would, when there was bad weather in Bristol, Connecticut, which was often, um, when there was, he would, he would grab anybody who walked by and said, Shug, Shug, they're getting three to six, but you be careful now. If it's icy, it's dicey. You just go stay at the Clarion next door, right? There's a hotel right next door. And, and that's what he would do. If it was bad weather, he lived like 10 minutes away, 15 minutes away. And he would just reoccurring. I'm not dealing with that nightmare. I'm going to stay at the hotel. And he, I, I was like, Bill, how do you know the weather is going to be bad? He's like, AccuWeather.com, Shug. You can look two weeks in advance. So I used to look two weeks in advance, but with different motives. See, I went to work at the Worldwide Leader because um, I was doing basketball games and local radio. And I was hired to do national radio with a guy named Chuck Wilson. It's called Game Night. It was six hours, four nights a week. And once I got in the building, I would go in uh, the late, great Barry Sachs, who recently passed away. Barry used to run ESPN News. And I go in and go like, hey, Barry, can, can, do you need me for anything? Well, you know, we, we can only use you on days that you're doing radio because they, they only had to pay you extra if you had to come in on a day you weren't already working. So I would come in and, Come in at like three o'clock, do a couple of hits on ESPN News. I'd watch Kirk Herbstreet do ESPN News. That's how I learned how to learn in the business. Watch how he turned, just do every, try and do everything in terms of mechanics the way that he does it. That's it. And, but then when I learned about AccuWeather or weather.com, weather which is the Weather Channel's website, 
I'd look in advance and I would see, whew, a nor'easter was coming. Jay Stu, do you know what a nor'easter is? Any idea? I, I know it's like weather that is up in the northeast. Is that accurate? Um, in a technical definition, that's part of it. A nor'easter is specific to the northeast corridor of the United States. And here's what happens. Okay, There's what's called an Alberta clipper. Right? Alberta is in Canada. So you got a cold, low-pressure system coming down from Canada. You got a low-pressure system coming from the Midwest. They meet usually over New England. And then there's a high-pressure system that somehow gets parked off of like Cape Cod, right? So the high-pressure system keeps those two low-pressure systems right over, whether it's Connecticut, Massachusetts, whatever, New England. And instead of getting a dusting, which in that area of the country, dusting is three to six, six to seven, six to eight inches, whatever. Instead, you can get 30, 40 inches of snow in like a day because the, the cold weather mass, which has the moisture and it's churning from that high pressure system is mixing with the low pressure systems and it's cold and it drops a ton of snow. Right? That's, that's called a nor'easter. I used to love them. And I loved them not just because I love snow and I grew up in California and the kids would play in and I, I'm like a big kid, but also because I was the only like basketball analyst that lived in the area. So you had, this is back in the days of Digger Phelps and Dick Vitale and Jay Billis. All those guys would have to fly in. And I would look and be like, I would go and knock on a boss's door, a guy named Dan Steer who hired me. And I would say, Danny, Billis can't get in. He's in D.C. You got Nor'easter coming. If you need me tonight, let me know. I'm available. And by year two, I got to do a couple shows. Year three, I got to do a bunch of shows. Year four, I'm on the schedule. But I was the constant, consummate fill-in guy because of weather, right? Because of weather. So I have an affinity for the weather channel for AccuWeather. And then what I grew up loving is looking in advance, but also these the hurricane season, you'd look and they'd pick out, well, you look off, off of Anguilla, there's... If you, Somehow they can look at these little storms and go like, well, this is going to track here and hit this warm water and look at the temperature of the warm water. And you're like, we're two weeks out and you can tell me what may or may not be a hurricane, even with all these potential tracks. Like, yeah, that's the power of the weather channel. Now everybody just looks at their phones like, oh, it's sunny today. Cool. What's it going to be this weekend? Good. Well, th there was a, there's a hurricane that's been forming off the coast of Anguilla that I believe is potentially, right, potentially going to make landfall in game six. I mean, that's the reality to it. Going to make landfall in game six. Because once the Celtics woke up in game four and won one on the Heat's floor, then you factor in everybody thought they were going to win last night and, and, I'm not sure how big a contributor Victor Oladipo would have been. They might be better without Tyler Hero. But you lose your starting point guard to an ankle injury. And suddenly now, the Miami Heat have gone from, they're going to sweep the Celtics. The Celtics are imploding. To, uh, is, is, is Gabe Vincent going to play? Remember, Gabe Vincent in the playoffs 13 a game, 
four assists a game, one and a half turnovers, two and a half assists to turnover ratio in 31 minutes. And, and you know, Kyle Lowry's his backup, got the start last night. Kyle Lowry's a shell of his former all-star self. And it's not just about Kyle Lowry taking his minutes as a starter. It's about who takes Kyle Lowry's minutes. Now you're just plugging holes. Just plugging holes. And when the when the Celtics said, don't let us get one, they got one. You could kind of see the storm clouds off of Anguilla. I don't actually know where Anguilla is. I just don't want to make sure that everybody knows that. I just think it's kind of a cool sounding. It's not Antigua. It's Anguilla. And now you're like, oh, it feels like there's a storm coming. Because if you lose game six, now you go to Boston where where you, you just had one of the great game sevens in the history of the sport from Jason Tatum. At home in Boston Garden with that sort of kind of viciousness on, well, it'll be on Memorial Day too, won't it? I, if the Heat lose game six at home, and it's, I mean, I don't know what you can do without potentially two starters. That's a wrap. That, that storm is coming through South Beach. Coming through. I'll get some insight from a guy who actually won a ring with the Celtics. Can they replicate the past two games for two more games? What has changed about the Celtics? There's got to be some schematics that have changed. There's got to be something that has changed with the Celtics. Who would know? Eddie House would know. He joins us next. He joins us next in the herd. Be sure to catch live editions of the herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. 
Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Doug Gottlieb in for Colin. This is The Herd. We'll get to more on the DeAndre Hopkins story upcoming. Got Herdline news, plus a great best for last. Eddie House joins us. He's a former uh, NBA player. Awesome, awesome town, Arizona State. Of course, member of Boston's 2008 NBA championship team and analyst for NBC Sports Boston. And, and he joins us now in, in the herd. Eddie, what's changed schematically for the Celtics over the past two games? I don't think it was anything schematically. I think it was all heart, mindset uh, is what changed. They play harder now. Like, they've been playing the same way as far as uh, offensively. You know, they, they, they still get their threes. They attack. They, they've been getting downhill, trying to get more paint touches offensively. But I don't think that's schematic. That's just something that you do if you're a basketball player, right? You always want to get the ball in the teeth of the defense. You've got to get paint touches. And then that's how the ball sprays around the perimeter and you get open shots. You want to make the defense always rotate. So schematically, I don't really see that they did anything different except guys stepped up and said, hey, man, we're not going out like this. They're playing with more passion. They're playing with more purpose. Their intentions on uh, attention to detail has been phenomenal. They're not blowing coverages. They're not <clears throat> overhelping. Miami's a team that plays off two feet. If you watch them, Doug, you, you know, being a bas- uh, basketball player, they play off two feet. Jimmy Butler comes in the lane, plays off two feet, pump fakes, pivot. Bam, pump fake, pivot. Same thing with Lowry, pump fake, pivot. Anybody that gets into the lane, they play off two feet. Well, what was happening in the first three games, Celtics were losing their discipline on the defensive end. Yep. They would overhelp, lose sight of their man. Max Struess relocate. Gabe Vincent relocate. Now knee-jerk reaction, kick out, open threes. We haven't seen those open threes. The 50-50 balls, who's getting to them now? Marcus Smart, first play of the game, a steal. Um, very short after that, a dive on the, on the floor for a loose ball, get another steal. They're just engaged defensively, and that's the only difference that I see, is that I see a team that's finally matching and exceeding the energy and the effort of the Miami Heat because only thing that beats a more superior, talented team, and you could attest to this, is if one team plays harder than the other. But if talent and hard play come together, then you see the last two games, what happened here uh, in Game 4 and Game 5. Okay, so what was missing? Like, why... why? Was it not having Damon Stoudemire? Was he a guy who was the connective tissue between the coaching staff there? Like, what was it? I mean, what was it? Joe Mazzulla's approach? Like, what what was missing that they had these games? With? I mean, game three, they no-showed for. No-showed. I don't know. How does that, how does that happen? You know what? That's, that's a great question. You know, the one thing that has been happening all season long, they've played like this. They've had the ups. They've had downs. And the one thing that, that I noticed, they have been resilient. So whenever their backs are against the wall, they've always came out and responded. And to me, I, 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 I don't know. It's hard to explain. We, I rode this roller coaster with them all season long, right? And the roller coaster ride is we know, you know you're a better talented team, but you get down. You look, for example, they lose to Orlando three times this year, right? And... They're a much better team than Orlando. Not taking anything away from the players that Orlando have. Very good young core. But we know that they're not in the playoffs. Haven't been in the playoffs in a while. 
and you're going against a team who is just coming off the finals with the same nucleus and same core. It's just been mind-boggling all year, and that's the one thing that we, as analysts with the Celtics, me, Scal, Perk, Amina, Tom Giles, everybody that's involved have been just like, what? You don't, sometimes you don't know what team to get. Yeah, you're going to get. But if you get this Celtics team that's engaged and locked in, which we have more than not, they're tough to beat. Um, what's your view? What's your view of the likelihood that they win game six? Remember, we don't know about Gabe Vincent. Um, and even if you return, you got a sprained ankle. Like, it's hard to come back that quickly from it and shoot the ball well as well as your, your agility. What are your thoughts on game six? Well, the, the one f- first thing, everybody keeps talking about Gabe Vincent like he's an all-NBA player, right? He's a role player, and he's been playing really, really good basketball uh, for, for the Miami Heat. But if you're hinging your season to be on Gabe Vincent's back, it's going to be the reason why you beat a team. To me, I don't, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not buying into that. You know, I, I really, I'm not buying into that. But what I will buy into is I don't know what team I'm going to get. Like I said, man, it's, it's one to the other. Like, the first three games, the Celtics look like a total different team in game four and game five than they did the first three games. And Miami looks like a total different team from game from first three games to game four and five. And the only thing that changed to me is the Celtics have matched and exceeded hard play. 50-50 balls, deflections, getting steals. Think about this. When, you're, when your leaders, team leaders, Jason Tatum took – Jimmy Butler at the beginning of the game. He ends up with three steals in the first half. Jalen Brown ends up with two steals in the first half. They have a total of 13 steals. They have 12 offensive rebounds. Al Horford has five of those offensive rebounds. They turn the heat over 17 times to get 20, uh, 16 times to get 27 points. All those things are effort. And so I always take away the, the three-point shots that, that the, the Celtics make. But it all goes hand in hand. If they're locked in and engaged on the defensive end and connected and staying disciplined, then most of the time they get opportunities to get easy baskets. The basket opens up. And then it looks like not only do they share the basketball, but they overshare it to the point of, I'm going to pass up a good shot to get a great shot. Somebody passed up a good shot, gave up a great shot, and they knocked down those shots. So um, if they come with that team, I expect them to win game six. And if you want to come to this, and if they make it back to Game Seven, Memorial Day weekend, everybody Memorial Day, excuse me, everybody's going to be drinking. It's going to be crazy. And, and last night was wild, by the way. It was uh, one of the best atmospheres I've been around, and we won the finals there. This was right up there, and I know that Game Seven probably will exceed any of those games that we played in, uh, even though we were in the finals. Yeah, no, I. I... It will be really hard for Miami to win that game if if they don't win game six. Really, really, really difficult. What are your chances on uh, Miami winning game six or the Celtics? I, I thought the second they won game four, I thought that Miami, we got a problem. And and I agree with you on Gabe Vincent. The point, though, is that like Gabe Vincent is playing that much because Kyle Lowry doesn't have it anymore. Now you're having to start Kyle Lowry, which, is, which can be rough. And then... What's behind Kyle Lowry? You know, like, e, you, you get to, you know, you get to, like, they may be better without Tyler Hero, but now the now everything you have coming off the bench just does not have a, a ton of firepower, and you're patching holes. And then 
The more older players play, the more they get worn down late in the series. I think the Celtics are going to win this series. I, I really do. Um, I don't, I just, I can't explain game one and I can't explain game three. Those, those ones I just, I, I, I can't, I can't fathom, especially game three, which, which felt like a complete no-show and that should have been a backs up against the wall sort of game. Eddie House is our guest here in the herd. I'm Doug Gottlieb filling in for Colin on Fox Sports right in the iHeartRadio app. Um, look, LeBron's coming back. It's several different people have leaked that out. But what do you think was behind the, hey, I got to think about it, sort of floating the retirement talk? I don't think it was floating retirement talk. I mean, everybody kind of bought into that. And I think LeBron is so calculated and he controls the narrative even when they when they lose. He's still the topic of conversation when they're not even the topic of anything that's going on in the playoffs right now, right? Um, but what I think that he has to reevaluate the situation in L.A. You know he's coming back. He's not going to turn down that $47 million. Not that he doesn't need it. You know what I mean? I mean, not that he, he needs it, excuse me, but at the same time, he loves to play basketball. He's a real, real hoop head, and he's looking at that roster like, okay, we did these trades, and we thought it was going to be right, but we do have some holes. How do we fix that? There's a lot to think about. To me, that's how I took it. When he said there's a lot to think about, I wasn't thinking about him hanging it up. I was thinking about him th- uh, looking at the team and saying, okay, we got Reeves, we got Rui, we got AD, we got myself. Okay, rest of the roster on there, how do we get better? Who's expendable? Um, and who can we bring in to put us over the top? Okay, so if it's you, I mean, it's pretty obvious they need a starting caliber point guard, but somebody good, somebody can break down defense, create shots. Like, this is the first year where LeBron didn't, you know, end of the game a little bit in game four, but for the most part, he played off the ball. A good, He allowed the ball to move. He didn't kind of dominate it, mostly because he, he can't do it as much anymore at his age. So who can? Who can he bring in that can fit with how he likes to play? But also, you got to figure out the salary element to it. Well, you know the, the the name that everybody's been throwing out there, and, and I think it does work if you can make it work. Uh, it's Kyrie Irving, and a lot of you know, and, and the reason why I say that is he plays totally different than LeBron. Okay, so when he was in Cleveland, when LeBron and, and, and Kyrie was in Cleveland, right? You had LeBron; he plays a certain style of basketball. You had Kyrie play a certain style of basketball. Both could play on ball or off ball. Then you had Kevin Love, a, a guy, a rebounder, could stretch the floor, knock down threes. And then you had all the other pieces that you you you, you patched up the rest of the roster with. Um, same thing here. You got AD. He plays totally different. So he won't be in the way of LeBron's success. We already seen that AD and LeBron work. Adding Kyrie, to me, that's a guy that you could count on in the fourth quarter where if LeBron carries you to, like he's had in, in, these, in these playoffs against Denver, he did great in the first half, but then fall off the second half because, you know, just the way, you know, things work. He, he, he tired, he get burnt out. Anthony Davis, I thought, played solid but could play better. That's a guy that could take over in the fourth quarter. He's known for making big shots in the fourth quarter. He's not scared of it. He could play on ball, off ball. The whole question is, what are you going to have to do to get him? You don't want to give up Reeves and you don't want to give up Rui, which I believe that that's possibly what people are going to be going for. Yeah. But but I mean Dallas but, Dallas I mean, is going to offer him the max. He, they, they can't they can't they can't get nothing out of that trade and let him walk. 
just can't right, happen. No, they, they, and the, and the no, Lakers, I, they can't get there financially? No, they, they will have to. When, where there's a will, there's a way. You know this, Doug. Where there's a will, there's a way. Now, do you deplete your whole roster to have those three guys and then, you know, Anthony Davis gets hurt all the time? I think he's a perfect fit, put it like that. But then I also heard other names, you know, Red, you know Fred Van Vliet. Would that be a good fit? I think that would be a nice fit. Another guy that can stretch the floor, um, uh, can can play on the ball, can play off the ball. But to me, the, the Kyrie Irving thing is seeming like the most, uh, the best fit for them as far as what they want. Now, uh, I mean, I, I, the Trey Young stuff that I heard, that just, you, you don't get better. You get better offensively, but you lose a lot defensively. Because I think Trey Young is a hell of a talent. He gets a raw deal from people. I think he's one of the best passers in the league, and he's a phenomenal uh, scorer as well. So, I mean, I'm I, I have, look, I, I, got, I got I got no issues with Trey Young offensively. It's just at LeBron's age, he can be a, he, like he can be a little bit of a defensive liability. You can't have two defensive liabilities. Plus, he's small. It's just hard to hide a small guy, especially when he's not a good defender. And with Kyrie, it's about money. I don't think they can get there financially. Like you said, stripping down the whole club doesn't work. So, like, there's there's got to be somebody else out there. I just don't know who it is. Let me ask you about the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Um, if the Warriors' plan is, hey, let's get what we can get for Jordan Poole and some of these other dudes and run it back with our big three, is is that a viable plan? That Well... I think that that's part of the reason why they didn't get where they went. And you've seen all of the road losses and how different they were at home on the road. On the road, you're forced to hang around with each other. you got to be around. And a lot of times, that's, that's that team building. is when you, you, you team build when you're on the road. When you're at home, you're with your families and things like that. Obviously, we know that, that the punch hurt around the world definitely kind of split that team down the middle. I think it split it from the veterans to the youngsters. You know, you, you heard about Kaminga complaining about playing time. You've heard about Jordan Poole, and you've seen how he has been playing. Moody not playing like, you know, he, he probably would want to play. I, I think that you have to get off of him. Um, I think you will have to move Jordan Poole and, and get what you can for him. Um, and w- what is that? And 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 who will want, who wants Jordan Poole? I I tell you this, for me, watching how Jordan Poole plays the game, I, it's it's cool at the park. But playing winning basketball, even though he was on the championship team, I think he takes questionable shots. At times, he does, even Steph Curry got kicked out of a game because of that, how upset he was through his mouthpiece in the stands. I said, at times, I don't think he understands clock situation. And, and, and that, he just and, goes, and out, there, he just goes out there and hoops. Like, just goes right, out and there and just hoops like the time and score doesn't matter. It's, but it does, it, though. It of, does. Course it does. It to, of course yeah, it does. Of course it does. When when I I don't want to that, that's kind of like a loose cannon like you could hoop I give you that you could ball out you got you got game but it's levels to having game you know uh, are you just a straight park player or are you somebody that we could depend on in crunch time situations that's not going to take a crazy shot so I, I'm looking for them they're they're going to ride with their OGs yeah it, it's been abundantly clear when they didn't do that for KD trust me they're not going to do it for uh, for Jordan Poole. Um. Okay, I need full honesty here. Okay, yeah. Okay. Obviously, you you work for NBC Sports Boston. You cover it. You cover the league. You got your sons to watch as well, right? How many Nuggets games did you watch this year? Uh, all the playoff games, and that's it. Like maybe 
a glimpse here and there of the Nuggets, and that's why when I've seen these playoffs, like I've watched every playoff game this year of every team. I watched every playoff game, and Joker is amazing. Jamal Murray is a walking bucket. I think that that team plays so fast but so under control with with Jokic running the point. It's so different because there's not really that many shot blockers in the league anyway, right? Not it's not it, everybody's kind of ex- uh, uh, interchangeable size wise and all those things, but there's not really a shot blocker. What Jokic does to the shot blocker is to take him away from the basket. Sure, and he's such a willing plat passer, has a high basketball IQ that. You see back cuts, you see dunks, you see lobs, you see him making plays because there can be a back cut a lob to a guy on the on the on the on the perimeter for a three. I thought everything that people were saying about him was valid when they were like he should win a third MVP because I was one of them that was like, No, I don't think that he should win a third MVP. What has he done in the playoffs, even though they're two separate things, but still we get three times you gotta have some type of, of postseason success but i mean without him on that team that team is not i don't, I don't know they might not even be 500 you know they're no, below 500 he's, he's, in, he's incredible but the, the, the point is more that like you're a basketball guy you work a, in basketball and whether it's mountain time zone or their lack of tv coverage or the fact that they haven't won a championship or been to the finals before like nobody was what nobody was watching every game nobody. They just weren't, or nobody. even any game you know, and so like they're complaining about, oh, aren't you paying attention? I was like, we're paying a lot more attention than we used to. Trust me, we are paying attention. Just right now, we got to deal with the, the teams that lost. Eddie, great stuff, man. Have a great weekend, and we'll see if there's a if there's a Monday in Boston. It'll be hype, no doubt. Be safe, man. You too, Eddie House, joining us here in the herd. Let's get to Jason Stewart with Herdline News. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. For those who missed it, Doug, um, Cardinals, now former Cardinal, DeAndre Hopkins has been released by the team as of about an hour ago. Um, just he, He's been released. So any team can now deal with him and sign him. Just a matter of making it uh, work financially. Now, Doug, I know you, you've... You know, working with you a while here, I know you kind of want to like to get down in the weeds with mm-hmm. the cap hit and whatnot. Mm-hmm. You know, DeAndre Hopkins carried a a thirty million dollar cap hit. That's the highest among any receiver in the NFL. He was going to carry that into the season. Now the uh, Cardinals are going to take twenty two point six million in dead cap space hit. Um, so financially, it didn't make a whole lot of sense. Um, but he's been released, Doug. Well, no, it, it makes sense. So so here's what people have to understand. It, it doesn't cost them a penny to release him, right? All the money is paid. But there's still $22.6 million in dead cap money by releasing him. So that's that's going to take away from who they can replace him with. They'll replace him with younger wide receivers, right? Um, but that's what... So what... It's, he's not owed a penny, but that's what the, the team carries with him. That was what was supposedly protecting him from getting cut. And they're willing to swallow that, that pill in order to cut him. And then, of course, what's widely being reported is teams did want to trade for him, but he wants a new contract, which is at or higher than the $19 million he was supposed to make next year. And they're like, we'd love to have you, but we don't want to give you a new contract that's at that money. And oh, yeah, by the way, 
then we have to give up additional pieces in the draft as well. So he'll be re-signed. Somebody will sign him. But my guess is it'll be below what he was slated to make. And we'll see. Because, again, contractually, if they were to keep him, it would have been uh, roughly $35.5 million. Let's see it's above or below that in terms of real guaranteed money moving forward. And you take a look at the Cardinals. I mean, I think since the beginning of last season or even before that, this it just I remember you and I were doing the show a year ago when the uh, Kyler Murray story broke um, about, you know, the, the contract and then putting something in the contract and taking it out. And then he tore his ACL. I don't even think they know who they're going with for a starting quarterback to start the season. Um, is Are they just going to punt on this entire season in Arizona and uh, hope for the first or second pick? Well, you also have to have to factor in that with their roster, okay, they they have to play Jonathan Gannon, who looked. I mean, look, I understand that Nick Casario looked completely overwhelmed with the Eagles when he got to be the head coach, and now like he's got all this swagger and he's got the best team in the NFC. But what changed for him was that roster is awesome. Um, Gannon looked as out of place as any guy I've seen. Not just at his presser, but like his interactions. They posted some stuff on social media like, yikes. Uh, But they have to figure out their offense. As you said, not really knowing who their quarterback's going to be, but also you got to build an offense that's fit for Kyler Murray because Kyler Murray's going to be your quarterback when you come back. So you play Colt McCoy in Kyler Murray's offense. Is that that what you're going to do? You know, or Jeff Driscoll, who's a very good athlete, kind of a lifer backup in the NFL. Like those guys are good guys. But you're going to have to play them in an offense fit for Kyler Murray. And then you don't know if Kyler Murray plays this year. If he doesn't play this year and you get the number one overall pick, you got to take Caleb Williams, don't you? And then then you got to move on. Like the whole thing is a mess. So some of it is not just Hopkins, his value, how much you want. Some of it is I don't think the Cardinals are. They know they're going to bottom out this year. And it, that's going to be hard because that league's that division's going to stink. Right? I mean, we don't know who the Niners' starting quarterback is going to be and for how long. I, I can't think that Geno Smith's as good as he was last year when he was amazing, but we have 10 other years to tell us that he's not that guy. And then who knows with the Rams? Right? Like, literally, who, nobody has any idea. It's wild. Wild. And that's Jason Stewart with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie News. I'm going to give you a couple minutes. If you missed it, Google it. Someone opened an emergency door on a plane mid-flight. Everybody's okay. That's why we can tell this story. But it does kind of bring up to your mind, like, what are the worst possible everyday scenarios in things that could go wrong? We're going to bring them to you. Next in the herd. One more herd? The herd streams 24 hours a day, seven days a week within the iHeartRadio app. Search herd to listen live or on demand whenever you'd like. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine. All happening in only one place. This league uncut. The new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes. And me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! 
And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up. And so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out. As the NBA postseason winds down, it's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash vball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Doug Gottlieb in for Colin. This is The Herd. Before we get to the best for last, I, I wanted to share this one with you. This is a, this is a new one. Um, do you guys remember the videographer uh, that was in the old wrong place, wrong time, crossing in front of uh, DeAndre Hopkins, no, not DeAndre Hopkins, excuse me, Devontae Adams of the Raiders when when he was walking out the field in Kansas City. You guys remember that? Oh, yep. Yeah. Do you remember what I said at the time? There's a different video angle where Hopkins, I mean, not Hopkins, why do I keep saying Hopkins? Because he got cut today. Devontae Adams is walking on the field and the guy kind of appears out of nowhere and Adams' hands go out, push him. The only thing missing was for Devontae Adams in that moment was like, Oh, hey, dude, I didn't see you. Are you okay? Now, a Raiders security guy kind of grabs him and, like, tells, keeps it going in the locker room. That guy is suing the Raiders, the Chiefs, and DeAndre Hopkins. I keep doing it. Devontae Adams saying he feared for his life after said incident. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I mean, I, the, the question becomes, what what is the amount that you can allow it to go away at? Right? That's what Devontae Adams is going to have to deal with. Like, what 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 is the what is the check? How much of a check do I have to write so that this goes away? You know, and if you're the videographer, there's a limit there to how much you're going to push. Right, you got to pay for your lawyers because if you push this thing and it goes to court and you lose, you could have to pay for Devonte Adams' court, uh, you know, lawyer fees. 
But I mean, dude, go and look at the angle that I tweeted at the time. The reason the NFL had no punishment was one, the guy shouldn't have been there. And two, I mean, Devontae Adams, he's walking off the field and you're in Kansas City where dudes are yelling at you, screaming at you. It was incredible. Remember, it was a close football game that they lost late because it's the Raiders. That's what the Raiders did last year. You know, last thing you're thinking of is somebody's going to pop up in your way. I'm, I'm to team Devontae Adams on this one. He didn't get a red penny. You're not supposed to be there. You walk in an athlete's way when he's trying to get off the field and you know, they're throwing stuff at you, yelling at you. Last thing you're thinking is in your way. Could he have gone like, Hey man, I apologize. Absolutely. And afterwards he did, you know, like he, it felt like he was remorseful, said as much, but I mean, we've, we've lost the ability to, you know, to you bump in, like now, if you bump into a guy, like in a club, do you take a Dennis Schroeder and take a charge and then sue the guy? No, you don't. You don't hear as well. Let's get to the best for last. It's almost the end of the show, but that doesn't mean we're phoning it in. Nope, we grind to the very last segment. It's time for best for last. All right, here's the story, okay? Um, it was a uh, uh, an Asiana Airlines Airbus 321 was landing in South Korea today, which is yesterday, right? Because they're a day ahead. And um, as they're coming in to land, at an altitude of 700 feet, some guy gets up and opens the emergency door. People try and stop them, and eventually, as they can't stop them, they hop back in their seats and they buckle their seatbelts. There's video of this taking place after the door is open, wind whipping in, 12 people injured, everybody's relatively okay. That's something you get PTSD from, not running into Devontae Adams. So we thought to ourselves, like, everybody's been sitting in that emergency door thinking, like, all right, that door's not open, but what would happen if it's that one thing you're sitting, like, if somebody goes crazy and tries to open this door, what would happen? I thought of the, that's the five worst things that you can think of happening, happening in a given day. Number five. Um, let's go with door opening on a plane, right? Door opening on a, on a plane. Uh, you sat there, you've answered the, would you open this door in an emergency? I need a, I need a, I need a yes. I can't do a head nod. I need a yes. You got to look the flight attendant in the eye and go, yes. That's on any list. Anybody who's traveled, especially like, what if I fall asleep and all of a sudden the door's open? That's number five. Number four. Brakes go out. Be it on a steep hill or just like you're in traffic, like the idea of your brakes going out. Or maybe even worse, somebody else's brakes going out. I mean, we've seen it in movies and I know it occasionally happens. It happens with, with semis sometimes as well where you're like, what if you went to hit the brakes and nothing happened? Oh, that would be scary. Number three. Um, this is more Southern, growing up in Southern California, right? But uh, if we were alive for the uh, Bay Area earthquake or the uh, Northridge earthquake, you're driving, there's an earthquake. You don't know it because you're driving and all of a sudden you're in an underpass, right? An underpass. And I know they try and tell you that like the arch of a doorway inside the house is the safest place to be. But in an earthquake on a freeway, get me away from underpasses and bridges, right? Number two. Power goes out in an elevator. Now, 
packed elevator. You de- you can't get out. You're in between floors. It's hot, sticky. You don't know when you're getting off. How do they get to you? You're just kind of stranded there. Oh, that's that's got to be top five anybody's list. Number one. And and this is one. Um, This is one I used to love living in the East Coast when you would get those gigantic icicles. You know, it gets warm enough to melt some, then it freezes again. You got these big ones. But anybody else had the fear of walking underneath one of these icicles falling and then like stabbing you? That's that's number one for me. Living When you live on the East Coast, the thought of an icicle, an icicle uh, ice pick stabbing you somewhere in the head, falling on you when you're just walking, doing your own thing. That That's my number one greatest everyday fear in the winter. That's our best for last. All right, listen, have yourself a great Memorial Day weekend. We'll be back with you Monday. I do believe we'll have an NBA game Monday, but we'll see, right? We'll see if heat culture can pull them pull themselves out of this tailspin they're in some, in some way. And oh yeah, by the way, this is why you play a seven-game series, why the NBA loves the longer series, because traditionally the better team wins <coughs> or maybe the healthier team wins. Like, let's be honest. If the Lakers play a healthy Grizzlies, they probably don't beat the, the Memphis Grizzlies. Now the Heat um, aren't healthy without two starters, without Oladipo. I don't know how much he would have helped them anyway. And the Celtics have found their mojo. I think we see the Celtics Monday. Have a happy weekend. Enjoy the Doug Gottlieb Show. It's next. I'm Doug Gottlieb. This is The Hurt. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at at First first listen. Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound... Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.